welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangover podcast. Now, this week we discuss the official list of fastest Premier League players, contemplate whether a portrait of Jimmy Hill is a good chat-up angle, look ahead to game week 29 and get all hot and bothered after sampling Will's homebrew. Let's go! Hello. Hey. Hello, hey. Will, the birthday boy. Not anymore. No, it's over. You got at least a week's grace. I did, yeah. Week of celebrations. Yeah, it's we're a fun out. week. We're out of the pub. We're back where we belong. Rich, yeah. how are you? I'm very good, mate. How are you, Rob? Yeah, good, thank you. Good. Um, yeah, that was quite good fun doing it in the pub, wasn't it? It was. Sorry if it was a bit rowdy for some people. I think we had mixed reactions from people. Some people liked the the buzz of it, and some people didn't. We yeah. enjoyed doing it, though. Yeah, so. it was yeah. fun. That's that's more important. It's good than to what mix it else <laughs> And maybe one day we'll toy with the idea that you threw out there this week. We were doing it outdoors. Yes. Well, as the weather was so lovely rich. in London Town oh, yeah. as well, I think I was yeah, like, let's do it outdoors. Yeah. So February. Sit by the canal with yeah. a little picnic. Exactly. We Some may have to wait a few weeks for the fine weather to return, but yeah. you know we'll, we'll definitely do that one day. A little breeze blowing in the background, birds singing. But we are here. We are ready to look ahead at game week twenty nine and do our, all our usual bits. So we will look ahead with our six in sixty, our tips for next week. Then we'll go into a sari, a little question for you yeah, two awesome. to answer that I've got. Which I'm looking forward to hearing your answers on, and then. But our usual best of worst of, and we're talking about protests this week, which we'll get into later. Kind of in light of Kepa and that whole debacle. Unbelievable! I love that. Yeah, it was, yeah, it's where you get something like really new, like, or something you haven't seen before in football, isn't it? I don't it think was... I've watched the League Cup final for ages. I feel like I, I'm always away or something that weekend, and I right. sat down and watched it. And it wasn't a brilliant game, quite good tactically in terms of. The... Uh, Cancelling each other out, but uh, yeah. that was just a highlight. Were you, so you were following the game. Yeah, and, yeah. it was incredible. Uh, and were you watching it? Rich? No, I only watched it afterwards. I, yeah. was, I was sort of following it on the Sky Sports app, seeing the updates, right. sort of lack of them, and then it was, all the Kepa stuff was coming. Yeah, out. I, like, wow. I kind of came to I it late, which is really interesting. Reading the kind of bits going up on social media, and then hearing about, it and then seeing the footage. And it was. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't disappoint. Live, it? No. it was just incredible seeing it because you're just like, this is. Uh, Never seen anything like it. Yeah, the whole the whole setup was just crazy, and it was great. And a lot of people saying it was one of the highlights of the game, and obviously one thing that we remembered for yeah. a long time. But I, it, for me, it was the substitution of that. You know, before a penalty shootout, that's quite a difficult substitution oh, to argue definitely. with, right? Because completely, the subkeeper sitting there studying where the penalty takers normally put their kicks, and, and he's uh, he played for the opposition, and he's renowned penalty stopper. Yeah, yeah. Caballero won them, won City the League Cup. Well, yeah. two seasons ago, didn't he, or something yeah, like that? Yeah, two or so three it would have absolutely been. And <laughs> what if you were watching, Will? And I don't know if you've seen any footage since, Rich. But what did you think of the new camera angle for penalty shootouts? Yeah, from behind the kind of really close up the behind kind of aerial, shots. almost video game esque. Yeah, shot. I I'll be honest, I didn't particularly like it. I found it really jarring at first, right? And I was like, oh, that's weird. And actually. Um, I've heard a bit of mixed reaction from mm. it, but I don't mind that sort of change. But I, it didn't. It gave you a really interesting angle, yeah. but I wasn't sure about it 
but I, I don't like change straight away. I how close it is away. to the players. Yeah, that's why yeah. I was like, is it off-putting? Yeah. But I can't, I, it can't be that close. I like to think if they keep going with it, there'll be a player, a kind of Balotelli or someone who will jump up and swing from the camera after they score. <laughs> That'd be quite nice. That kind of Steven Gerrard kissing the lens. Yeah, you, know? you could see Pogba doing that. Yeah, yeah, it'd be good if someone just completely destroys it by doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the future, the future of filming football. So um, anyway, should we get straight on into our 6 and 60? Yes, definitely. Let's do it. Right, Rich, go. Okay, so we have Jeffrey Schlupp from Crystal Palace. He's in the team now. Um, AWB is injured. He's only owned by 2.7%, and he's got two assists in his last two. And he's also got Burnley, Brighton, and Huddersfield. And second on my fullback hit list is Luke Shaw. Three clean sheets and an assist in his last four. 5.1, Southampton, Arsenal, Watford. Will, go. Very good. Felipe Anderson is my first player. West Ham have got three lovely fixtures coming up. Newcastle, Cardiff, Huddersfield. 7.2 mil. Looked good last night. And Virgil van Dijk, so they've got Everton, Burnley and Fulham next, 6.5 mil, scored two last night, strong fixtures. Uh, Robert for two, Chelsea, I've got Will I Am Cab- Caballero, 4.7 million, owned by only 0.1%, and their next fixtures are Fulham, Wolves, Everton and Cardiff, and from the same team, Gonzalo Higuain, 9.5 million, only 2.85% owned, and the fixtures I just mentioned, I reckon there's some goals there. Nice. Nice. Uh, very good, yeah. I've Luke Shaw, blue for you. Luke Shaw's a very yeah. good shout. I looked at him. Uh, it's just that United have some uh, have a blank coming up in game week thirty one. So Ooh, I was like, I'm not yeah. going to go there. Right. So I went with West Ham Liverpool because they don't have any blanks. Blank, so I was blank. like, let's stick with them. Yes, we get we'll get into all the blanks and the doubles and the chips and everything when we look ahead to game week twenty nine. But. We should have a beer, and also... Yeah. Well, there's a story behind the beer, Will. You, yeah, you know, special, yeah, special beer. So uh, you might fans of the show might remember that for Christmas I got bought a homebrew kit, and I have been eagerly awaiting it to be ready, and this is the first official yes. unveiling. And, and it's quite it's apt, exciting. if you remember, last time we had a birthday present that oh, hadn't yet arrived. Oh, that is... Postman has bought... My the gift, my gift, that was my meant birthday to be. gift. Sorry, very noisy. <laughs> right amount of characters. My very own tankard, <laughs> engraved. Properly engraving. It Unlike. says, "Ooh, that's a nice frothy ale." <laughs> Robin Rich F F O H O H Q. Okay, amazing. It, that is brilliant. That's that bad. For, Perfect for receptacle for some homebrew. So, well, let's open these beers. I yeah. have no idea what they can taste like. Literally, haven't even tried them. Ever attempt. What so it's going to be like? Whilst you're opening way. them, shall I give you this week's Sari? I haven't a clue. Oh yes, yeah, yes. go for it. That's it's perfect. Fizzing. It's fizzing. It smells pretty good. I don't know. 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 Um, so Sari is a uh, weekly question where. We po- we pose a question to the others, and you give your off the cuff answers, and then we reveal the true answer later on. So you may have seen this, I don't know, but there was recently um, on the BBC a top ten fastest Premier League players. How's the beer going, Damage? Maybe <laughs> broth. It's very lively, <laughs> chaps. God, it is, isn't it? I'm gonna pull it's like mine. a science experiment. Um, yeah, there was oh. a top ten survey on the BBC <laughs> <laughs> about the Premier League's fastest players. And the what I want to ask you, the main question, Rich, your beloved Arsenal, 
one yes. of your players is in the top 10 fastest Premier League players. All right. My beloved Crystal Palace were also in there. Is this current or all time? Current, yeah. And there was a Tottenham player in there who I think was fourth. Okay. So uh, they are the three I want you to go for. Arsenal, Arsenal's fastest player who's in the top 10 fastest Premier League, Palace and Tottenham. You can have a bonus point for the fir- the fastest. But off the top of your heads, any uh, ideas? Hector Bellerin, I think, might be ours. So Arsenal, Palace and Spurs. Spurs. And a bonus point for the number Deli one. Alley. Quick, is that quick? Um, no, he's not really. Uh, um, not, not Trippier. Yeah. He's relatively fast. It's an interesting one. I went wing um, backs. That's where my head went. Yeah, for Tottenham. Ben Davies. He's not really that fast. What about Palace though? I mean, you, Zaha. Yeah. Potential Townsend. Although he's probably lost a little bit of pace, hasn't I, he? Yeah, I put I put Zaha okay. in there. Well, have a have a little think. Yeah. Mm. And then have a think of who's the fastest in the Premier League it's not in any one of those three teams okay let's give you a little clue and we'll come back to that towards the end of the record and shall we talk about the homebrew yeah it's very fizzy I mean there was some slight pauses you may have noticed dear listeners as uh, when opened it fizzed up and continued to for a while it's it's nice and lively it's got a good effervescence well it's probably because it's been in my bag so it was being shaken about a bit do you have any idea what percentage is no absolutely zero (laughs) idea what do you you guess I think it's quite strong do you Maybe I'm not really sure. Is it's actually not awful. No, it's I, not awful. It's oh, that's no, a really I, good first I like attempt. It. I'm I'm enjoying I like it. it. I like it. Yeah, it's um. So it's an IPA. It's sort of quite muddy in colour. It does look like dirty dishwater. But I guess beer does look like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just very. Um, We've done all right. I reckon. I reckon that's around the three point nine. Do you think it's mark. a light? I mean, it, it would make I have sense. No idea. It could be six or seven. There is a bit of a bite. Yeah, no, you've done well there. Yeah, mm. it's a nice brew. Well, um, good work. Yeah. Keep it up. Carbonated with honey, so it should, yeah, rather than rather than Carbonated sugar. Carbonated with honey, yeah. I know. Really beer so uh, yeah, well, that will be widely available in no stores <laughs> from 2020. Mail order exclusively for yeah. fancy football hangover. <laughs> Thanks for the tankard. The beer looks excellent. Being drunk out of that, yeah, it's very good. much. It's really good. So yeah, should we move on to our best of, worst of? Oh well, week? no, hang on, hang on. I've got some um, tags oh, right. for to name the beer. Because it's not got oh, a name for it. Okay, so yeah, throughout the show, let's think of a name for it whilst we drink it. Oh, yeah. And we'll come back to that at the end, and I'd like to know your thoughts and what it should be called. Well, that's a good shout. Because um, I need to name it. So there's another. I've got another sort of ten bottles of this at Have home. You? So, yeah. Good man. Great, wor- sorry. Yeah. Best of, worst of. Best Here we of, go. worst of. What are we talking about this week on Bow Wow? Bow Wow, inspired by the Chelsea Kepa scenario, incident, nightmare, disaster. I'm not coming off. Yes, we went. Well, we kind of we would we've spoken about meltdowns before. There was mm-hmm. an element of meltdown from Sarri's corner, I guess. But we're talking about protests, so we're looking at the world of protests in football from players fans and such like mm. so an interesting deluge of <laughs> football deluge deluge of football deluge, of football. <laughs> deluge. <laughs> and so how did you guys get on did you find any anything that 
Well, it all uh, football protests all started with uh, Jimmy Hill back in the sixties. I actually wrote down here Jimmy Nail. Which is good. <laughs> I had to cross it out. I'm not playing it. Um, wear those crocodile yeah. shoes. <laughs> no uh, so Jimmy Hill uh, campaigned against the max maximum wage which existed. It's hard to believe that a maximum wage existed in football, but yeah. players were at that time paid twenty pounds per week, and he got a group of players to go on strike and say they weren't going to play. Uh, until that was raised there was then I think a sort of um, compromise presented by the FA at the time which was um, it could raise up to £30 per week and they kicked back even more and eventually the FA said okay fine you've got your way and there will be no more maximum wage and now we have players on whatever £250 £250,000 <laughs> per week so uh, thank, pounds thanks a minute. Jimmy Hill I'm sure uh the likes I guess of at the, I guess at the time was it was it celebrated? Yeah, it massively yeah, it massively yeah. changed the game, and yeah. I, and it, so therefore it's you know it's I think it's a best of in terms of yeah, the clubs were earning a lot of money yeah. and they weren't giving it back to the people who were actually earning those <laughs> clubs the money, the players. So <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Hill, Jimmy slash Jimmy Nail, well done. <laughs> yes, that's awesome, Jimmy Hill, good man. Um, I never a big fan of his as a pundit as a kid. Do you remember that? It was always a bit like a charm. No, he I didn't quite try. Headmaster, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Old school yeah. is uh, old yeah, school, headmaster. Definitely is well respected and well liked, and apparently a gentleman. But yeah, I once drew a picture of Jimmy Hill in an art class <laughs> and gave it to a girl I fancied. <laughs> wow, that's the way to win someone's did, heart. Did her, Here's ni- a man did her knickers drop to her ankles? Uh, so she gave it to her. Was that the plan? I mean, we were probably about eight, so that's inappropriate. <laughs> But uh, I know she ended up on the French exchange kissing another boy. So oh, French heartbroken. No, a guy in guy in my year. Okay. Did he have a really big chin? No, no. But maybe I turned her on. What was your thinking? Was there like? I think I just drew. I think I drew lots of pictures, and maybe I was just like, <laughs> "This is my best one." Maybe I was handing them out to everyone. I really can't remember. I really yeah. like drawing at that point. Um, I probably couldn't draw cute animals or anything like that. I'd so love to know like, your philosophy behind that. If you could revert to your eight-year-old mind and just was it like he's my favourite pundit? Yeah, you're going to love this. Or look at him compared to me and how much more handsome I am. <laughs> I, re- <laughs> I, I probably, I, I probably didn't set out to draw Jimmy Hill. It was probably meant to be a self-portrait <laughs> or something like that, and it just went very wrong. <laughs> yeah. I actually did. I. I <laughs> We're not going to talk about my art days for very long. <laughs> but I actually did once draw a picture, a, a self-portrait in an art class, yeah. and it ended up turning so wrong that the art teacher said to me, "Look, you need to turn this into something else." It actually it looked like Pavarotti, <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up making it into Pavarotti. And I mean, I couldn't really be farther from Pavarotti as a, as a person. <laughs> so uh, I think I've got that picture somewhere okay. at home. So I'll dig it out because it's really funny. I'm imagining you're wearing the kind of neck scarf and yeah, the, yeah, and I the think, full suit. I think I did put him in. Yeah, it went very wrong. A big sweaty, very balding wrong. head. <laughs> anyway, I mean, that's protest, just brilliant. protest, protest, not, protest, protest. Not I'll just chuck in with a quick one from Swiss <laughs> football fans of, of Young Boy Ultras. I don't know if you... Uh, Young Boy Ultras, one of my favourites. Yeah, Mm -hmm. excellent name. Last season, or beginning of this season, sorry, in September, there was um, a channel that wanted to, called eSports, who wanted to bring in virtual reality, you know, where you're kind of sitting there with your headset on as if you're at the game. And they protested by, during one of their home games, throwing tennis balls, classic, the tennis ball's always a classic protest, and game controllers onto the pitch. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is pretty yeah, dedicated expensive. and expensive, yeah. Throwing old game controllers onto the pitch and, uh, of course, a 
caused um, the game to be delayed. Obviously, what um, were they? What, what did they throw on at Charlton recently? Was that? A, and then they threw on little pigs at one match as well. There was a recently. there was a Blackburn right. game where they had a chicken on there, didn't they? Yeah. As a reference to the club's owner or something, and they wanted him to leave. But the the, the animals ones always like. I mean, it's you know obviously you don't want cruelty, but no. it's always was highly it? entertaining when there's an animal on the pitch, isn't there? Oh yeah, yeah. I was thinking yeah. of though that. It, um, there was a uh, Barca where they threw the pig's head on when Figo took a corner mm. after he'd signed yeah. for Real. How did you get that into the ground? God. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Smuggle it under my coat. Yeah. Um, oh. Charlton threw uh, loads of crisps onto oh, the they? pitch. Yeah, that was that was their thing. Um, what was that recently. process? Uh, uh, their you? owner. I, I'm not entirely sure why. So it's what, what's the day? Thursday. Yeah. So I was at Man United, uh, Palace, Man United last night, mm. and there was. Um, a guy at the front row uh, who was heckling Luke Shaw about his weight who kept putting a donut on the edge of the advertising boards <laughs> and not one steward ever said anything or tried to stop it whether Luke Shaw clocked it or not I don't know but <laughs> it was, I mean the irony yeah, you can imagine the size of the guy that yeah, he's doing it and his level of fitness perhaps <laughs> isn't Premier League football hey, Luke we got something for you <laughs> and it's cruel but it did it did kind of Tickle me yeah, for, yeah, for a few few moments. He's gone far enough with yeah. the donut to make it worthwhile. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty crass, but yeah, the uh, the the pigs one as well was also also Charlton. So they have oh, they've wow. been throwing I'm throwing on. Char- I've, got um, char- I've got a Charlton one for later. Like, Rich, did you manage to find any gold in the world? Yeah, of I found I found a good one outside of these shores. Um, Luke so, shores, yeah, Luke shores. In uh, Italy, in Calgary, there's been um, uh, a protest in Sardinia. Where they've tried to, they're basically about the price of milk in the region. So the local <laughs> farmers um, came out en masse to protest um, and took to destroying their produce rather than selling it. But they did it outside Calgary's training ground. So um, all the players were locked in the training centre while the protest took place. Wow. wow. So what were they destroying? Do you know? Like their milk? own milk. Oh, okay. Yeah, rather than. How do you destroy milk? Well, it's it, it said here, it it says here uh, many turned up at the, the training centre um, and a video showed Calgary midfielder and Italy international Nicolo Barella kicking over barrels of milk alongside teammate Joe Pedro in front of watching protesters <laughs> in solidarity with the farmers, I should say. Oh, well, they like, we'd rather spoil our products than be forced to sell it at this low price. Brilliant. Yeah. That was an unusual one. Yeah, it's very odd, isn't it? It's not what you expect. Exactly. It's all the players like locked in the training centre because of angry farmers. Angry farmers and their milk. That's very bizarre. But the chart one I had was um, in 2016 when they were the fans were saying that the club is dead. They had an actual funeral procession outside the ground. <laughs> they obviously they carried a coffin. Wow. Good fans and everyone, were going mm, for it. As many people as I could sort of dressed in black and you see the images of it and it, it does look like a funeral procession. And then in the 70, 74th minute of the game, they threw a load of beach balls onto the pitch. Again, always a good spectacle. Always yeah. slightly comical. And then they all left and Charlton scored the winner. So... So I think we all go to Charlton. Charlton are the, are the, the, the unhappiest pro- fans. The best protesters. Pretty proactive, yeah. Um, but yeah, in, t- in terms of player protests and stuff like that, I I think probably one of the most famous ones, apart from maybe Bosman, is Pierre Van Hooydonk. I sort of oh, shudder yeah. saying his name, yes. but um, as a, as a for- former Forest player, he so basically at Celtic. I mean, he was revered at Celtic, um, <laughs> but then in an interview, he said uh, he was on seven grand a week, and uh, he said that that. That was acceptable for a homeless person, but not enough for a top-class <laughs> player. 
grasp wow. of reality there. So uh, wow. that's, that was sort of the start of his disgraceful behaviour. He then <laughs> signed for Forest and uh, basically single-handedly got us promoted. No yeah, he disrespect was to many other players in that side. Um, although he did go on to say that uh, I think a cat, he said a cat could have got that team promoted. A cat. Yeah. If, if, <laughs> if he said if, if there was a cat in charge of every single club in right. the uh, championship or Division One at the time, someone should try. Uh, then, then Forest would have still gone up. It didn't really make sense the interview, but anyway, you, um, was he considered a legend? No, no. So he scored okay. thirty-four goals in that season. So that ninety-seven, ninety-eight season definitely was considered a legend. Right. But then, at December in that season, there was a, uh, an offering from PSV for him, and Dave Harry Bassett, the uh, manager at the time, said no, not going to sell him, um, which I don't think. Van Hooyden was very happy about, right. but he agreed with Bassett that when a bid came in the summer, he would leave. So summer came round after Forest had been promoted, and there were offers in on the te- on from I think Newcastle put seven million in for him. Uh, I think PSV put in an offer, and um, but Bassett wouldn't agree to sell him, saying he was worth ten million. Uh, I think Van Hooydonk said at the time that that was like trying to sell a, co- a cup of. A cappuccino for twenty five pounds, right. um, high value on itself. Yeah. So yeah. basically, no, he felt it was too much. Yeah, that's, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. So uh, he then went on strike for basically a few Long months, time, wasn't like it? three months. Wouldn't play. Um, went. He was training in Holland. Just kept refusing to come back. But I think well, a, a, eventually agreed with the um, with the club that he would leave for three point okay. five million. We've got an interesting potential conversation about. Um, yeah, Van Hoyden in a couple of weeks because I know uh, a, a good friend who's a Forest fan who has a tattoo of him. Oh, oh wow! On his forearms. But we'll come on to that because oh, correspondence wow. kind of relates yeah. to that. So yeah. On, we... on the player protest, we, there was a similar thing with Sylvain Viltord, who uh, was at Bordeaux when Arsenal yeah. were trying to sign him, and Bordeaux yeah. were holding out for a particularly high fee because he had a release clause. Um, uh, sorry. Uh, a percentage, forty percent of the fee would go to Deportivo La Coruña, who they signed him from. So they wanted to make enough to to, to do that. But Arsene Wenger and David Dean at the time were uh, famously tight and refused right. to pay the price. So Viltord went on strike, much like Van Hoydonk, refusing to train with the team, and even went so far as to threaten to take the club to court to gain his release. <laughs> um, and in the in the end, they um, they lost him. Um, the, the the president's comments were uh, we had long hoped Viltor would be a man of his word but as he does not have any intention of respecting his obligation and engagements there's no longer a place for a club like a guy like that to lose him is a disappointment in sporting terms we'll miss his talent but on the human level a lad who does not keep his word has no place at the club oh, well a bit like Pio when he was at West Ham right and he mm, decided yeah. he was going to go and wasn't picked and when he did play wasn't really playing I think it's a really tricky one that world of protest because you know, if someone's blocking the move that you want, then you kind of have to. It's tough. Yeah. Ultimately, if dig a your heels in or won't perform for you. Yeah. You can't. You over a barrel. You can't force him. Yeah, you can force him to go on the pitch, but you can't force him to play. Well, or you can't. Tevez mm. refused to come on in oh, 2011. Yes. If you remember, it was uh, I think Man City were two 0 down against Bayern Munich, and Tevez at the time was wanting to leave. I think to go back to uh, Argentina. Yeah, and. Um, he had been blocked by then manager Roberto Mancini, and in that game, it was a pretty poor um, managerial 
sort of showing from Mancini in that game, he'd already, when they were 2-0 down, had taken Ed and Dzeko off, right. which was seen as a bit of a strange move and brought on a midfielder in his place. And then he told Carlos Tevez to go and warm up because he was going to bring him on. Right. Uh, and Tevez refused. So he refused to go and warm up. Yeah, I and Mancini yeah, I basically this. was like, right, he's done here, that's it. Career's over. He was then suspended for two weeks. The reaction was actually quite mixed with, not necessarily with fans, but with other players. Paul Scholes at the time had obviously united, yeah. um, but he agreed with Tevez and said, I totally understand why he did it. Um, and actually Paul Scholes in 2001, uh, I didn't re- remember this happening, but he um, refused to play um, when in uh, the League Cup against Arsenal, uh, Manchester United picked a weakened side. Right. Fergie picked a weakened side, including Scholes in it, after Scholes had been dropped the previous match. And Scholes said, no, I'm not playing. Like, that's ridiculous. I didn't play the last match, and now you're fielding a weakened, weakened side in the League Cup. And he refused to play, and he got in a lot of trouble for that. Really? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but he, he supported Tevez for his decision. Yeah. I'm so going to take my jumper off FYI okay. it's quite hot in here isn't it it is warm yeah. maybe it's your beer did you put some kind of mind altering substance yeah, in it to make yeah. you strip <laughs> <laughs> it's working ladies Rob's, it's called it's, I wish you call it Rahopnol <laughs> it's working it's very hoppy the beer I, it's very I actually can't it's very very hop in here uh, I actually can't tell if it's really strong or really weak I yeah, think it's good, good. It's, it's, good. Really good it's very attempt. hoppy though isn't it yeah mm. I think you've done well. It's mm. nice. We should point out for the listeners that Rob's now sat opposite us in his string vest, which is quite nice, but slightly <laughs> and pants. disconcerting. I didn't realise your nipples were pierced. I know. It's just a good look, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit out of fashion now. But yeah, like do, when you go through airport does, terminals, does I that take go them off? Out. I yeah, take them, take them out. out. Yeah, Fair just keep the one in my old chat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. the alarms. <laughs> 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 Have we got any more best of, worst ofs in the world of protest? Because I had a, t- a kind of tenuous memory of Rio Ferdinand protesting his innocence when he failed to turn up for his drugs test because he said he went shopping. Oh, and yeah, I, 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 yeah, I yeah, 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 I, I can't Sorry, guys, I'm shopping. shopping. You know how busy your mind is when you're shopping. Yeah. yeah. I can't, can't remember a drugs <laughs> test away. and go shopping. Slipped away from me. No, I didn't really have too much more, actually. Um, they were more, I swear, they were more meltdown than protest. Yeah, well, get in touch if anyone has any from their club or, you know, they remember being yeah. at a game, whatever stage of career, being playing professionally unprofessionally as a kid as an adult whatever if you've got a memory of someone protesting then oh, I'm sure please. there'll be some good like footballing dad protest stories out there yeah football. definitely I mean it's bound to be yeah Sunday league protests that'll be good yeah 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 get in touch get in touch on FF Hangover on Twitter and on Fantasy Football Hangover on Facebook and Instagram thanks for listening so I went back through the archive a bit in terms of our correspondence, and um, I don't know if you remember a few weeks ago we were talking about um, the Carlisle goal scorer which, who kept them up in the football league. Oh, Last yeah. minute goal scorer, the goalkeeper from Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy, yeah Glass, Jimmy Glass, the, the goalkeeper. Jimmy Glass. So um, Mark from Swin- Swindon, oh. yeah, Mark from Swindon, um, he mentioned that Jimmy Glass has an autobiography that is available. Um, and I don't know if he works for the publishers or anything like that. Um, but I've ju- let me just pull up the little notes about it. There was, so it was an autobiography published in 2004. And it's a really interesting story, actually. But this is the kind of uh, synopsis of the book. Yeah. It was Jimmy's 92nd minute strike in the last game of the season that kept Carlisle in the Football League. Even more remarkably, Jimmy is a goalkeeper. 
Jimmy Glass's fascinating story runs parallel to the changing face of football. A one-time gambling addict and bodyguard for Andre Agassi, as well as being <laughs> the only keeper to score an own goal at Wembley, his career is a roller coaster ride far, far removed from the standard football biography. Jimmy made £200 from the goal which saved Carlisle min- millions. Min- millions. Uh, he is now working as a computer salesman while struggling to support his young family. He is also currently playing Sunday league football as a striker. That's a striker. Jimmy Isn't that amazing? What a story. Oh. Jimmy Glass's own goal at Wembley. That's, I mean, that's a record uh, to uh, yeah. shout about, isn't it? Yeah. But aren't goalkeepers' own goals when it like hits the post and hits them on the back of their head? Yeah, it tends that's to slightly be quite tragic, often, doesn't it? it yeah, it's always quite sad. And that so Jimmy Glass, what's the title? Um, People in glass houses. <laughs> uh, a glass above, glass. it should be called. Walking yeah. um, on broken Jimmy Glass. <laughs> <laughs> One hit wonder, the Jimmy Glass story. One hit wonder. Yeah, that's that's a bit disappointing. disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Jimmy. Um, you never, spoke to it's us first. So yeah, it's available on Amazon. Units, Jimmy. New and used from £5.78. So, uh, but, I mean, I think it's well it's worth a, checking yeah, out. It's a, yeah. Interesting story. So thanks, Mark, for that. And then, um, I don't know if you remember, well, I'll update it in a bit on this, but um, we talk quite regularly about Fancy Football, which is my fiance's FPL team. And it's made up of players she fancies. And um, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the, the loan signings that have been made. And um, yeah. Susie XCX got in touch on Twitter to say that she very much likes the look of Dennis Suarez and his oh, right. good looks. Yeah. And she'd like to see more of him. So if Arsene Wenger's listening... Get picking him more because he's uh, a I Emery. How are <laughs> 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 George, but, uh, listening, yeah. Boston Wenger's listening great. Get a proper job, Arson. You'll yeah. get things he's to do. He's got a lovely fun. neat haircut, um, Dennis yes, Suarez. He he's got lovely, I haven't seen much from him on the pitch. Where is he from? Is he Uruguayan? If I made that up? Yeah, that uh, sounds right to me. But, but I don't know. Or isn't Spanish? That, isn't that the other Suarez? Louis Suarez. It's just yeah. the surname. You have to be from Uruguay now. Yeah, maybe he is. Oh, I have no idea. He, si- yeah. he signed from. He was Barcelona, at Barcelona, but yeah, it doesn't mean anything. We should <laughs> <So is> Louis <laughs> Suarez. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, yeah, we should put a few of these. So, how are the fancy footballers doing? Are they still? Yeah, let's hear about them. Well, I'll t- I've got oh, an update on that the shortly. Okay. Um, so another another thing. Uh, a guy called Tom Thumpster. Thump- go on the Thumpmeister. Thumpster got in touch. Uh, to say have and this is another thing we were talking about mascots so we talked about mascots really think, early on uh, really um, early on Billy oh, the Boiler what was uh, his name but uh, the Combi 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 so um, <laughs> yeah Tom Thumster is, has just started the podcast so thank you for just joining in but um, he mentioned I don't know if anyone else saw this but he sent a link to uh, a character called Super Pepino, uh, <laughs> who is the the mascot at Leganes, Legan. Super Pepino. So yeah, Spanish side Legan, uh, and Super Pepino is a cucumber. So it's a giant <laughs> heroic this cucumber. Very dodgy. There is a brilliant video which I will post on so uh, on socials, which brilliant. starts in the tunnel at uh, Legan. Um. And uh, Tom Thumper's so, Super Pepino. This <laughs> it has, doesn't sound. No, yeah. Come on, Will. It's real. It's real. <laughs> so it starts Pepino. in the Lagan um, uh, dre- uh, tunnel, mm. and the Superman music comes on. Right. And then bursting through oh, the door in slow motion is is a it's a giant cucumber in a dressed in the Lagan um, kit with a cape. Yes. And a mask. 
and then it and then it breaks into so it's Superman music, da, 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 and then it bursts through the door, and then it breaks into I like to move it. <laughs> really? Yeah. I I, I, I love this. So I will post it on social. Yeah, I want to see Very this. funny video. Speaking of mascots, there was a funny thing at the uh, Emirates last night. Now. Normally, as far as I'm aware, and in my living memory, away teams don't bring their mascots to games. Right. Yeah. But Bournemouth last night brought Cherry Bear along. Oh, bless. Um, he doesn't be le- like to be left at the Yeah, home. but then um, they, they do this thing in the Emirates, which is a bit cringy, but a lot, lots of uh, kids who are the mas- uh, team mascots on the yeah. day get let out, they or some kids are people on the ground, do a penalty shootout at half-time yeah. against Garnosaurus. But this was a penalty shootout between Garnosaurus and <laughs> Cherry Bear. Oh, who won? Uh, Cherry Bear. Yeah, Garnasaurus. There was one straight down the middle to win it, and Garnasaurus. I mean, it is quite tricky, I imagine, to see because his head is halfway through Garnasaurus's neck. So his lines of vision are pretty small. Yeah. It's probably the same for Cherry Bear. He's more human shaped. I'm sure they put in a lot of practice. We saw. um, uh, Me and my fiance were at a service station the other week, and we saw. um, What's his name with the eye patch from Children in Need? Pudsey. Pudsey We saw Pudsey Bear, and and Natalie was like, oh, I. I'd love to be Pudsy Bear. It'd be a great job. <laughs> I don't know about that. No. It's slightly it's more sinister for a man to be a yeah. Yeah. astronaut, isn't it? Yeah. It's slightly creepy. Um, I think it's all right for a girl. If you've heard any popping, it's not your headphones. It's just we're opening a new beer. It's got the big kind of ring pull at the top effect. So that's what it was. Don't adjust your headset. It's, yeah. just, it's just beer being open. We finished. Um, um, we f- everyone finished my beer very quickly. Yeah, so you that did is well. a very positive Congratulations. Sign. It was a good um, beer, and one quick announcement. I've got a new watch. Check this out. Check the tick. Don't know if you can hear it. You enjoy uh, that, listeners? I think uh, you probably are. I hope are. so. It's I a hope pretty so. sexy It's my favourite new sound. But um, I had a bit of correspondence from a friend at the Pierre Van Hoydink link, who's mm, a Nottingham yeah. Forest fan like yourself, Will, Keen Pierce Shaw, who got in touch to say, um, I'm often away travelling a lot with work, but I'm in the UK, London, for the next few weeks. Please, can I come on the podcast? Oh, that's all right. So he asked very Begging. nicely. Yeah, and uh, I think he'd be a good lad to get in. He's, okay. He, I, I may have mentioned before, he works in, in the world of football, so he's probably got a few good stories to tell. Um, and he's a good lad, and he's got some incredible tattoos, including the worst ever Pierre Van Hoyden <laughs> portrait tattooed on his arm for life. Brilliant. Fantastic. So you can, oh, you let's, can have a look at let's that. Let's get him in. And I just want to do a little podcast mention as well. Um, as we often like to nod to others, a favourite of mine behind closed doors, Danny Baker, Gary Lineker are back for Series yeah. 2. If you haven't listened, give it a listen because there's some great stuff in there and they've got a really good beer offer where you only have to pay for the postage for six beers or something. God, that's that's good. Good. So that is good. Can't really argue with that. We'll have to get one that good. One on po- on podcast, actually, um, also worth mentioning, if you've been watching the new series of Alan Partridge, this time with Alan Partridge, yeah. then we are friends with... The Partridge Pod, which is Monkey Tennis, the Partridge Pod, yeah. which is a very good podcast. I listened to episode one of the sort of latest run uh, last night, and it made me do lots of chuckles. So, well, if you're watching this time, they basically do a deep dive on every episode of Alan Partridge. Um, incredibly nerdy as a podcast, but they even get, more nerdy than this. They get a few guests as, uh, from the show, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they've, they've had yeah. a couple of guests from the show, but it's uh, it's it's a good listen. So, yeah. um, check that yeah, out. Yeah, tune in. Right, is that us on correspondence? Oh uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I had one other thing. Oh, it was just just tick- um, Lucy got in touch. We were talking about famous footballing sons coming through, and we mentioned 
uh, Zidane and Chiesa, I think. Oh, and yeah. she she put a shout out to uh, George Ware's son Timothy, who yes. is um, where's he? He's on loan at Celtic at the moment from Paris Saint Germain, and he started. Is start- he actually, or is it like George Ware's cousin? Where's fake <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Christopher Ray. Yeah, who's who uh, tricked Graham Soonez into play, oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does I he plays for the US. He's American, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he does, yeah. So he's born in America. Um, but he started his career very well with two goals in his first two games. And I think he's now got three in ten and a couple of assists. So I mean, I'm not being funny, but I think I could score for Celtic. Probably true. Yeah. A cat could. And I'm, yeah. A cat could. <laughs> <laughs> for my captain this week. Okay, so on to toddler captain tips. So we had young Rafi. Was Rafi? Yeah. Was Rafi four? Is that right? He, well, he said he was four, but he's actually five. Ah. Uh, <laughs> well, he got that. corrected, didn't he? He, he did, didn't children. he? So we were 11-9 when Rafi had to choose between Lacazette of Arsenal and Paul Pogba of Man United. Yes. And well done, Rafi. You nailed it. Lacazette scored and got a bonus right. point. Right. Come on, kids. Pogba got a... Three points for 11, doing very little. So, well, yeah, they're back in the game. 11 right. 10 to the adults. It's all to play for so this they week. They can draw a level with this week's TCT. Yes. So, this week, um, it's all hanging in the balance, and we've got our youngest ever TCT oh. in the shape of Olive Jean Clark, who is two years and four months old. And I put to her my two my wow. captain and vice captain choice, and this is what she's. What's your name? Hello. How old are you? Toes. And which one do you like? This one, Raheem Sterling. Yes, Sterling. Or this one, Guerre. Which one do you like? Guerre. You like Guerre? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one you like. Okay. Thank you. Say bye bye. <laughs> there you go very good yeah so she's uh, Guero. all about Guero Guero it was obviously you know two all city two years yeah two years old and four months so I couldn't really you know give too much reason other than which image do you like yeah, and which do you prefer yeah, yeah I was I was trying to push her towards Sterling I'll be honest here, I'll confess. I, I showed her a nice smiley picture of Sterling <laughs> and then a kind and of angry, celebratory, fierce. you know, Aguero looking annoyed, but she went with Aguero. Wow. So she's... Uh, Gone Let's Aguero. see if she can get the... the blonde, blonde hair? Was he blonde hair? Or? No, he was brown, actually. Okay. But, um, yeah, let's see if the kids can draw with the adults, bring it back to 11 on. Actually, yeah, a few kids have picked Aguero, haven't they? Um, and that's, you know... Maybe he's more popular among the younger another fan friend, base Another friendly adults. face. Yeah. Yeah. Friendly, friendly face. But so Sterling's, Sterling's got a very, well, yeah. very cute quite, friendly face. Yeah. round, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Shall we um, touch on the fancy footballers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Looking ahead to game week 29. As I mentioned, so yeah, fancy football. So they had a, they're not doing like brilliantly overall. 4.7 millionth in the uh, world <laughs> overall impact. <laughs> but they... 
Thanks to Lacazette, Sigurdsson, Alonso and Aguero this week. They scored 57 points, which is a very healthy oh, nice. yeah. score. More yeah. than both of you, in fact. Yeah, yeah. I, I scored more than that. Is that above average? I think it probably is, isn't it? Um, so the average was 53, yeah. So above average, um, and I think we can agree they're all above average looking. Yes. And so that 57 fork. points is the same as Piers from Boxer Rebellion, former guest of the show. It is more than Marcus Mumford, who scored 49 this week, and it is just more of, than Ian Wright, who scored 55. So, more new hunks. Natalie Hughes, congratulations yeah, on managing your hunks to more points than those <laughs> those people. Hunks. Well, um, before we look ahead to Gaming 29, shall I reveal the answer to the Sari? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we had to have a quick yes. stab at the so, fastest, didn't we? The fastest. I had uh, a thought on Spurs. Okay, so it's uh, Spurs, Arsenal and a Palace, their fastest players. Yeah. They're in the top 10 fastest I players in the Premier I think Arsenal's League. is... Hector Bellerin right um, I think I read somewhere that Spurs might be Davidson Sanchez ok uh, Palace I might stick with Zaha right and I'll defer to Will while I just think if there's anyone really fast who I haven't thought I'm of sticki- uh, I'm sticking with Zaha on Palace Spurs I'm gonna go it's really tricky that um, they're also slow and cumbersome, aren't they? <laughs> That's how you see them, yeah, as an yeah. Arsenal fan. Yeah, yeah. Harry, oh, I can't even think. He's quick. Is Eric Dyer quick? He's not quick, no, is he? No. Deli Ali's fairly swift. Eric Dyer. Um, uh, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm really struggling. Kieran Trippier is a good shout. Right. Um, Hugo Lloris, let's say. <laughs> yeah, if he ever got outside his box. And then Arsenal, no idea. Lacazette. Right, okay, and then bonus point, fastest player in the Prem Prem as pres- at present. God, Raheem. A, he's very, very good, yeah, isn't he? That's a good shout. Uh, I can't think, I'm drawing a total bank. Okay, well, I have a thing. So, yeah, I'll you, reveal the true answers. You go. You were wrong on all of them. Great. All of them? Yeah, ah. this is why it blew my mind. So, Palace's fastest player is Patrick Van Aanholt. Is, oh, is Arsenal, he is it's really not Socrates, fast. is it? No, it's not Socrates. Okay. Um, Great. Tottenham, the Hotspurs of Tottenham. I was thinking Daniel Rose. Yeah. But it's uh, not. Yeah. It's Sissoko. Yeah. What? Oh, uh, really? Big, rangy. Yeah. Sissoko. And I mean, he's one who actually does fit the comfort He's probably maybe not yeah. like Strong, massive acceleration, but he's one of those that over a distance he probably starts yeah. flying. And he's got Arsenal. A build of a 100 metre runner. Arsenal blew my mind. Laurent Koscielny. Oh, wow. Okay. Just think that's completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watch him every week. They, they just, started to stop watching the wrong time. <laughs> just a miscalc, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send you the link so you can have a look. Is this actually like fastest pisser or something? Yeah. Have you actually done, like, have you got some wrong information yeah. here? Fastest, you yeah. can talk the fastest. And who's the fastest, who's the fastest, fastest in the Premier League? From, um, oh, yeah, who's Right team. Liverpool. Wrong player, no, Man City. Oh, you said Sterling. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Uh, oh, um, not Carl Walker. No, that's a good shout. I thought that was Sane. Ah, okay. Yes, Sane is the quickest player in the country. There Pampers. you go. So yeah, it's Speed an interesting, interesting little look because I thought there might be someone random that lives on the bench, but Kashan. Who was the guy who um, Leicester signed from City? The oh Ian uh, Yeah, I was. Yeah. He was really fast. Yeah, I thought Rashford would be in there, but he's not. Either. Yeah. But there you go. That's the Sarri. So we should look ahead to game week twenty nine. Yeah, big got, week. Massive. It's a big week. Obviously, North London derby. Massive game. Yeah. So Not it's sure all, all Saturday that. and Sunday matches, which I really like. I don't like when they're spread like out. Good old yeah, days. me too, yeah. yeah. 
It's good. It's a it's a strong Super Sunday lineup of what well starting with Watford, Leicester, but we'll ignore that. Fulham, Chelsea, and then Everton, Liverpool. So I'm Ooh. sure they'll do some kind of Derby Sunday or something like yeah. that. You know, um, rival Sunday and Rendon Brodgers is in at Leicester as well. Oh so yeah, be playing yeah. On that. is that his first game in charge? Yeah, yeah, because he was there. I mean, he Sunday, made them win, it? obviously. Of course yeah. he did. <laughs> he's, he's claiming it. Always slightly creepy, Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, he is, isn't he? It's he that is smile. Really creepy. Yeah. yeah. You never. I've been trust reading him. some interesting stuff about him, though. I didn't know that Mourinho gave him the youth team in early two thousands at Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea. They worked See, together. With? Yeah, exactly. Just to look after just them, to freak them out. <laughs> Big teeth and his creepy eyes. Christmas, Christmas gift, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he went to Reading, did he? Was it he was at Watford for a while. I know that, and maybe he was at Reading as well. He's got a brother, Malachi, that's a musician. Interesting fact about Brendan Rodgers: he can't Rogers. blink. Yeah. You're right. I don't. Okay. Yeah, he can't, he can't blink. blink. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, <laughs> sleeps in a coffin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A couple of yeah, interesting guys. I've been doing a lot of reading do you about. Remember him. The, really into the contract. Do you remember the Chanel Number no. Five uh, Liverpool documentary, the Channel Five? Oh, to yeah. some um, Liverpool documentary. Yes, when he was I in do. Chanel. And it was really what fascinated me about that was he was in the dressing room giving that pep talk before a game, and it was pre-season, so mm. there's not a lot. But just how much he used the word okay, okay, and said very little else. Okay, okay. We've done all this in training. Okay, you know you're good enough. Okay. Go out there, apply what we've done in training, okay? Yeah. And we'll get the result, okay? And that was Ugh, kind of his, that was kind of his team <laughs> work. <laughs> thinking, I could do that. Yeah. I just yeah. need to say okay a bit more. Okay. I could be a manager. Okay. And uh, yeah, I mean, it that's where it all started to unravel. But this is this is the great comeback, isn't it? This is his career being rebuilt. It's interesting he's walked Rogers away. reborn. <laughs> yeah. Interesting he's walked away from Celtic at the point where they're yeah. about to win eight points clear. Yeah, but they're potentially going to win I nine mean, of nine trophies yeah. in the last. The cynic three in me just says money, right? Of course. Yeah. And a return to a league that actually matters. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, come on, don't offend all our Scottish I'm sure he said, oh, I'll join in. Right. They, they can't understand Scottish me. listeners. Massive <laughs> <laughs> Will, the Hitman Nichols. Classic Will. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, so looking ahead, shall we? Have you guys got. What have you got in mind for your personal teams? Are you so sticking, I, twisting? I, as you know, chips? I love. Getting rid of all my chips <laughs> well, early. Chipped, are you chipless? Chipless, yep. I've finished all, all my chips. chips. What are we, nine game weeks left? Yeah, all right. Empty uh, bowl. Yeah, nine game weeks left. I, I used Still my wild cards. cards. Oh, no, used it game week 27. I had a mild panic and did my classic. I'm just like, I haven't got enough players in this. It was the blank game week. I was like, I haven't got enough players. I'm going to play it. And it worked out fine. Yeah. I've had green arrows for the last about 10 weeks. So right. it's ever since I gave up, I just was like, "Fuck it! I'm just going to do whatever I want." Yeah, and not really think about it. It's worked. Right, so, giving up. I'm annoyed yeah, now. Right, <laughs> right, I'm leaving. Um, so I am playing. Two, I've got two two transfers. I'm going to play them both. Getting rid of Son because I brought him in and he's been rubbish since then. I broke. I broke him. So um, <laughs> getting rid of him. I'm taking my own tip of bringing in Felipe Anderson. Yeah, and then I'm also, in fact, I'm going to take both my own tips, and I'm getting rid of uh, forget who in defence, but bringing in Van Dyke. Okay, so yeah, both my own yeah, tips. Okay. I'm going to play. Who have, nice. who have Liverpool got? Um, so Liverpool's fixtures. Well, Liverpool have got oh, Everton. Yeah, um, Everton, which feels like a win for them. Yeah, I mean it's got to, and then they've got really nice fixtures after that. They've got Burnley and. Fulham. Okay, so oh, yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. For I'm Liverpool thinking defenders. about. I mean, after his hat trick of assists, yeah, uh, yesterday bringing in Trent, Trent, and maybe for Robertson, just free up some cash. 
switching around. But Robertson got another assist yesterday. He's so consistent. I know. He he's, is, he's, he's, what is he, 6.7 and, now? And Trent isn't a, as consistent. And he's been injured, hasn't he? Yeah. He, he's gonna, I, I think he'll play the run in now. Yeah, and he's cheap. He's 5.2, well, is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah. Say, you, make, you say about a million and a half, which... I still got Sane, which is annoying, and I need to get rid of him. Right. I don't. I don't think you can have any other any City players other than Sterling. Aguero. Aguero. Well, no, yeah. Sterling didn't start yesterday. Yeah, but I'm but keeping. Yeah, Aguero Holden is the only player at the moment that starts. I'm keeping hold of Sterling because he's got Bournemouth, and he's been rested, and he's got. Actually, a good yeah, they, they didn't even start Bernardo Silva. I'm not saying they? there's no one apart. Well, defense is pretty solid, but like. Once hey, Mendy gets injuries, back yeah. properly, that you know he was on the bench last night, Mendy. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, honestly. And so, Rich, what's your chip status at the moment? I've got all my chips. I've used my wild card, but I've got the plethora of chips. Yeah. Me. Um, so I'm just saving them for the doubles and the blanks. Yeah, and I'll figure out what. To do I'm 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 age. chipped up and wild carded up. So oh, how are you going to play them? So stocks. so game week thirty one is a mega blank week. Yeah. So that's there's there's so. Listen, listen to this. Six fixtures, is that? Or five fixtures? Oh, well, yeah. I can tell you. Cardiff, Arsenal, Southampton, Tottenham, Watford, Palace, Wolves, City, United and Brighton not playing in game yeah. 31. Ouch. I know. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's tough. I don't know what I'll do for that. Maybe free... In my mind, I haven't properly thought it through. It's wild card before one double game week. It's free hit before another. And then it's... Bench boost is the final game of the season. It's always like that as a little treat if I've got anything worth playing for. What's the other one? Triple captain. Triple captain. I haven't done that yet either. It's always good for a double, that. There's two doubles coming you, up. Well, That's you true. say that, but some, uh, sometimes there's rest, rested, Yeah, resting. Yeah. Like, I mean, loads of people Aguero. played. Well, Aguero on the double game week scored a hat trick. Yeah, so um, fine. But then didn't do anything in the second game. But I, loads of people played the double game week on maybe Salah, I think, and not, nothing came of it. Uh, Sane as well. Sane, and he was right. Yeah, he, yeah, he got one point. One point, yeah. yeah. I mean, who would do that? Yeah. yeah. Uh. So, but yeah, so I when I played my wild card, I loaded up on um, all the players that would be playing in that blank game week. So, so who, I, who, I was, so Newcastle, Newcastle, Liverpool... Um, who else is there? There is. I'm just going through the list that is playing. Oh, you would ask who is. Yeah, oh, so so it's Bournemouth, you, Newcastle, Burnley, Leicester, West Ham, Huddersfield. They're, they're Liverpool, on a good run of form. They're not really, and they're not scoring a huge amount, but they're solid. Yeah, mm. I quite like the look of that Almiron. Almiron, yeah, he's good, isn't he? He's yeah. very positive. Takes a few risks. Yeah, he's got a weird uh, he face. He might be. He might. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is he the kind of face? Actually, we should test it. Kind of face a toddler would like. I yeah, suspect. that's a good shot. Kind, of, kind of round. With he looks eyes. a bit like a kind of ventriloquist dummy. Doesn't he? <laughs> he does a little bit. <laughs> he does. He's got that kind of smirk. That's yeah. Just a tick again. There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've, so I've got a team basically that for game week thirty-one, I can field of eleven players, even though there's only five games or four games, whatever there is. Okay. Um, because and I loaded up on Newcastle, West Ham, Liverpool, Wolves. And the first double game week is 32, it's the week after, right? Yeah, the next double game week, yeah. yeah. Double? The next double game week? Well, first? we've already had one. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean in the future. Do we know when the second double game week is after 32? Uh, is that yet to be So scheduled? there's another double so game week in 30. 35, you're right. Yeah. Four, and is there? No, I think 34 is a double as well. 34. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at it. No, it's not. 35 is 35 double. 35 is yeah. double Man City. That's interesting, isn't it? Says and double Man United, yeah, yeah. Double United is easier. You know, you but, which, but it's Man U, it's Man U versus Man City. So that 
kind of negates it a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. It's it's really tricky. Can I just say as well, I, I really enjoyed Man United's resurgence and Solskjaer coming in and mm. Mourinho going, but now I'm a bit bored of it. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's not just because they beat Palace last night. I well, just, I've still got my bet on. That, so, that uh, Ole, Ole, they're going to win the league. That Ole chant that they constantly do. So, uh, I'm really... We've played like one difficult game in the eight games he's been there, but anyway, I mean, I'm, I'm ready for Man United fans, and also being at a game where Man United fans are there with their Cockney accents kind of drives me mad. Yeah, how was the match last night? Good when Palace got one goal back and it got really mm. open, and it got really, and they looked started, Man United defended really deep. Joe Ward that scored, yeah, yeah diving yeah. header, got to love a diving header. Yeah, yeah always. Yeah, um, always. so it got really lively then, and then the inevitable happened, and Man United got a third goal and killed it, but. Um, that you know what they're very good at, Man United, is football. Um, yeah, they're not bad at that. <laughs> yeah, and wearing a kit that looks like it's been in a wash with a red T-shirt, that weird sort of off-pink kit. But they're very good at moving the ball really quickly. Centre backs, everyone, just mm. like bang, bang, bang. And you see a team like Palace, and you can just see half the team can do that, but not all of them. Right. right? Yeah. A team like Man United, and there's a few youngsters out, just just really quick, one-touch pass. You know that it was, you know, good to watch. No one noticed um, in the run-up to the Chelsea-Spurs game the amount of pyros there were at Stamford Bridge. <laughs> no. I noticed this, I, I didn't watch the game, I was right. at the Arsenal game, but um, yeah, on match today I just noticed it when the teams were walking out, it was almost like like when The Undertaker used to come on in WWF. It was just like, just like, <laughs> very all American. These, it was so weird. Yeah. I can't remember, I've, you get it sometimes at cup finals, but... A regular league game is really strange. Yeah, feisty old game that as well. Was it? Yeah, it like I heard Harry Kane was just lucky to be. On the pitch. Yeah, he I did think that. he's in trouble. Retrospective trouble. Isn't oh, he? is he? Mm. He did that classic, like sort of gently push your head towards someone that doesn't right. really do anything apart from get you in trouble. Right. Well, it's interesting since he's been back that they've lost both games. Yeah, that's true. He's the curse. I quite enjoyed Trippier's own goal. I have to admit, it's quite. <laughs> That let uh, Natalie's fancy football team down because she's. Oh, she she's, hasn't got a trippier in yeah, there. Yeah, she fancies a bit oh, of trippier. How can you, anyone fancy someone with a hairline? <laughs> it's, just, it's not just the hairline, it's the whole hair. It's very strange. It's very strange. Come on, Nat, you can do better than that. Yeah, and yeah. she is. Yay. Shall we um, choose a beer of the week? Well, I mean, it. One horse race, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> we need to name the beer oh, of the yeah, week. Yeah, I didn't even think about the name. Um, do, you, do you have any thoughts, Robbie? Something along Not the lines of uh, "Will I ale?" Will I ale? Uh, on, you know, yeah. "Will I am?" "Will I ale?" Um, "Will I pa?" Could you play <laughs> "Will I pa?" "Will I pa?" That's quite nice. Something, something to do with that. Little Willie's pale. Oh. <laughs> No, Jimmy Hill's uh, chin. You know, that's <laughs> really obscure. <laughs> really obscure. Beer names, but, Tiny um, Cox IPA <laughs> with an X, obviously. Uh, that's referencing a previous yes. episode, dear listener, not that just is, a, yeah, an obscene uh, comment. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a tricky one. I think we've got to we've got to think on. Haven't yeah, we? I tell you what, if anyone has any good names for beer, yeah, I've certainly not tasted it. But if you see any, it's very hoppy. It's a bit cloudy. Rather delicious. Yeah. yeah. No, you've got to be the winner there. Your first ever attempt at homebrew. You've done well. Yeah, not so available you, in any shops, but our beer enjoy of the it. week. Thanks. So there we go. So we're game week 21, 29 even, absolutely <laughs> nailed. Um, we're back next week. Yeah. For more. There's an international and break coming up as well soon, yeah. isn't there? Which 
Yeah, it's one this month in March. Oh, is it? Yeah. Just when you thought okay. they'd gone away. I always get that with this period when you go through Christmas and you forget about them and then yeah. it comes back looming like a draconian Damocles. You just, yeah. Ugh. I was listening to an old episode and we referenced the fact that there isn't another international break till March. It felt like so long <laughs> away. Yeah, yeah. were like, yes. Now March is on the horizon. But, of course, it's all in the build-up for our Nations League win. So it's going to be right. fun. Oh, is yeah. that what it is? Well, the Nations League is yeah. until June, but it's all building up Doesn't to matter. it. Doesn't matter. So, yeah. It's back. Um, yeah. All right, gents. All right. Good to chat. Cheers yeah. all. I'll speak Thanks next week. Thanks for listening, week. everyone. Love you. Bye. 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 my daddy's podcast so he doesn't get cross